0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today on the Abendology podcast. I'm very excited to talk with Tori Daw, who is the founder and CEO of Healistic Reserve, which fosters a community of self-healers and manifestors. And one of the ways you do that is with lunar bath rituals. So three of my favorite things in the world, a bath, (laughs) the moon, (laughs) and a ritual. So I have been looking forward to talking with you today. So thanks for joining me, Tori.
1: Thank you so much for having me Renee. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to like self care and the energy of pouring that care and love into ourselves, I think that incorporating the moon cycle into that practice helps us to like embody and accept ourselves through every phase, just like the moon. Um, Yeah. So well, you, you know, mean, I
0: do a weekly yeah. energy um, update podcast every week and I talk yeah. about the moon more than anything else because the moon is what influences our energy here on earth more than anything else. And yeah. I just don't think the moon gets enough love. I got to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. I I wholeheartedly agree. I, I think that um, the attention that it does get is also very... Um, very surface level we don't get into um, the the depth of how much it affects like our our energy our emotions how we move through every day especially with how the moon is changing signs and energy like every single day so um, but yeah I mean when it comes to the moon cycle can I mean can I just jump right into jump right in yes please awesome um yeah, I mean I love when I think about the moon cycle and how it affects us energetically. The the main thing that I like to compare it to, the easiest way that I like to think about it is comparing it to the cycle of breathing because we start with like the moon cycle starts with that new moon and the way I like to think of the new moon, it's like at the bottom of an exhale where like your lungs are empty it's this like low energy. It's like, you're just, it's ease. It's in your body. The new moon is like when the moon and the sun, right? We, we all know the, the sun seasons, the, the normal zodiac signs. And when the sun, which is like how we move through the collective Um, is in the same sign as the moon, which is like our emotions and our energy that feels like ease. It's like when, um, when everything just feels like a new beginning, it's that exhale, empty energy of like empty lungs. Um, Yeah. The new moon is like when um, it's a time of like empty lungs and like prime potential, you are at the bottom of that breath And you can almost look ahead to like filling your lungs. You're excited about that next breath of air that you can fill those lungs with. That's why I I love a new moon. I I love the intention setting. I love sitting and just embodying the energy of like the present moment during a new moon. Um, Yeah. And it's like very like easy, no tension, yeah, and I and also then, love
0: the new begin. I you're saying like the new beginnings with a new moon. It's just like I feel like every month we get this opportunity to like hit the reset button with a new moon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I and and with every new moon, it gives us the opportunity to um, like sit in the like the low energy of. Like, especially when it comes to coming back to like that breathing analogy, and you've like just released this giant exhale, and your lungs are like at that empty stage. And it's just like it's like it's it's ease, it's like just sitting in your body, holding in that like that present moment. There's yeah, yeah, I love it. And then as we begin to fill our lungs up, this is like what I think of as like the the first quarter moon and it's as that energy is beginning to build when we fill our lungs the energy of the moon is beginning to build the energy of our emotions uh is beginning to build like how we move through during that first quarter moon is like that's when we start to feel more energized and filling up that like intentions that we set the the you know that reset button that you said it's like well, now we're starting to take action. Now we're starting to um, put things out energetically to help fill those lungs. And so um, also the first quarter moon, first quarter and last quarter, they do not get as much love and attention as they deserve because we we love a new moon. We love a full moon, but it's those quarter moons the first quarter and last quarter where like the real changes like the work like the act of inhaling the act of exhaling is that's when those energies are happening so as the moon begins to build and our energy and emotions build that's where we're starting to put out um, we're taking actions to bring those like intentions that we that we set at the new moon into our reality into fruition and so I, I love a first quarter moon because it's a time of like that building of energy. It's, we get to feel that excitement and, um, and it is, it is like a, a very kind of a catalyst type of energy. It's, um, yeah, it's also of note with the first quarter moons, like that tension, that, um, square in astrology that like between the sun and the moon and squares in astrology mean like there's some tension between like the sun, our outer world and the moon, our inner world. And so it forces us to kind of reconcile in a very like loving and compassionate way, that tension between how we are building our energy and um, showing up in the world. So (sighs) Yeah. And I think in
0: our modern society, um, we've just just maybe in the last couple decades, the majority of people have been waking to like, oh, a full moon and a new moon. There's moons. Oh, yeah. Right. But First quarter and last quarter. Really, nobody talks about nobody, those. Yeah, they're hardly ever mentioned. And they're just as important as you're talking about that tension and that square between the sun and the moon. Those are also very important points. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. Because intention, you know, I feel like so often, especially when we're, that energy is building from that really like calm new moon that we just had the week before. And we come to a point of like tension as we're filling our lungs, it, it gives us the opportunity like, okay, well, are we going to fill our lungs intentionally? or are we going to fall back into the same patterns and routines of like that maybe unconscious kind of shallow breathing pattern, like being conscious of the energy of a first quarter moon gives you the opportunity to build that energy, fill those lungs in a, in a very intentional, um, like new way. Um, so in like, in, uh, in my, in my practice, When we come to a first quarter moon, the the focus as we're like building that energy, we're taking in that inhale is to really pour into the energies of like inspiration, um, empowerment, and like taking action that feels um like really exciting, like and pouring that self-love and empowerment into ourselves to be intentional, not just fall into like the same monotonous patterns that we've been in you know to create a, a reality that we're excited about
0: and that's one of the things that I love about the moon is it helps us stay present yes like there at least at least there's four points a month yeah, where, at least. <laughs> <laughs> where, you know we, we could yeah. live in our society without being present at all but at least if you're paying attention to the moon you have four times a month where you are intentionally creating your life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, yep. That's, and that's where like the baths come in too, because it brings us back into our bodies. It, it helps align that, um, energy like of body, mind, spirit helps us connect with that intuition of the moon, the, the, align our energy with what the moon is doing because it's going to affect us whether we're intentional about it or not so we might as well find some flow energetically and not just kind of flounder (laughs) through the the you know the waves the literal waves of the moon so yeah and then and then the next week is the full moon which I think is like probably one of the one of the most like Of the moon phases, right? That's probably the one that most people think of when we think of like the moon affecting us. And, um, and that's, I love to think of the full moon as like the top of the inhale, like the very, like your lungs are full. And if you were to like, sit and hold your lungs in this full position, it feels like very like tense very kind of like panicky, like you don't want to hold your breath for too long. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and so energetically during a full moon, it's like, um, you know, we think of the stereotypes of like the werewolves and, and ERs being inundated. And like my teacher friends talk about like the, the kids being like acting bat shit. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, um, And the way that I like to think about it is like, rather than seeing people being um, like acting like out of pocket is more so like that tension of like energy during a full moon, like with that, those full lungs, like you have no capacity to wear any inauthenticities to wear, like to wear any masks to like filter yourself And so people are, hate to say it, they're being real, they're being (laughs) authentic during a full moon. And so, um, so it's almost like if someone were to like interrogate you when you're, when your lungs are like full, you're just going to blurt out, you know, it's just going to come out. It's going to be kind of this, um, this really full heightened energy, but, and then on the, like the energetic side of that. We can honor it, be very conscious about how we go through that like tense, full energy and decide what feels um, like true to us. It's how we can kind of get um, clearer with our intuition, with, um, you know, some true emotions, the true emotions that come up um, and be really intentional about what we are ready to release that exhale it's kind of it's like the culmination of it all right like you started with those empty lungs and you've you've filled those lungs up over the last two weeks and now you've got the these big full lungs and you kind of have the opportunity to take inventory and find gratitude for that air that you consciously filled your lungs with you're able to also feel some accountability for the toxicity that might be in there and, um, release, um, like begin that release process at a full moon. So yeah, it's the full moon. It definitely, it it's it gets those like chaotic tropes for good right (laughs) that 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 opposition right like the full moon is where the moon and the sun are completely opposite each other so our outer world and our inner world are at complete odds in that moment like our energy and emotions are in one place while the rest of the world feels like it's on the other side you know so yeah. yeah
0: Yeah. And you're right. I would have to say that I think with a full moon, most of us, at least in my group of people, know when there's a full moon. Oh, a full moon's coming. And that always seems to be a night. um, And now hearing you talk about it when sleep is a little disturbed too. (laughs) (laughs) And probably for a couple of reasons. One is we're talking about the honesty and things. There's no masks on a full moon. Yeah. So whatever is needing to come up and be felt, of course, you're it's, not going to sleep. It's yeah. going to wake you up it's in the middle come of the night to deal with that shit. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and also, I think we are, I want to say we're about 60% water, our bodies. And that so, means, yeah. the, you know, we know the moon affects the tides on earth and how water flows and all of that. So at a full moon, also, our bodies are feeling, I mean, they're feeling it all the time, but especially then.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. And that's where, honestly, that's kind of where I had this epiphany because the bath rituals have been, they were born of like a very personal way of like finding um, ways of like coping through like a, a pretty traumatic upbringing. Um, and, or like any time of stress growing up, I was like, I'm gonna take a bath. I'll see you in an hour. Like, don't talk to me, you know? Um, and, and I had this epiphany, um, that like the ocean and the moon are so like the, the ocean is so influenced by the moon that it's like, how can I honor, how can I honor that sacred element of water? The, the the moon's like pull and influence on not just the ocean, but like you said, like we are made of water. And then when I put myself into the bath, it helps like strengthen and amplify that energy and that connection. And especially on a full moon, when we're feeling that like heightened energy, those heightened emotions, that like raw, like, the shit you don't want to come out coming out, like it helps to like immerse yourself in water to find that flow, like to hold space for what needs to come up to come up. And especially like if you want to go another layer deep, the the energy of bearing yourself to yourself in a bath, like you are completely raw like you like when you're in the bath you're naked you're naked physically you're naked energetically you're naked emotionally and you're in there with you yourself your energy your emotions and like just the moon amplifying all of it it's uh it's it's profound I mean I'm too <laughs> toot, to toot, toot, toot my own horn it's it's they they're huge in a self-healing, a self-healing practice. Huge. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they bring it all up.
0: (laughs) There's no, yes, true. (laughs) I've never thought about that as being naked in the back, like you're literally naked, but then emotionally naked too. Fascinating.
1: So then after a full moon, we have the last quarter moon. Yep. The last quarter moon, you're that energy is beginning to wane. Like the moon's energy is beginning to wane. It's, um, so as the moon's energy is waning, like we are ex- it's the act of the exhale. It's the act of that release that we set our intentions on during the full moon. Like when we're able to get really raw and authentic with ourselves on the full moon and see like, okay, well, um, this energy is actually kicking my ass. So I'm going to release that. And on the last quarter moon, we get to sit with it. And um, that's when I love to do um, like shadow work and release. Cause as that moon energetically is moving into its dark phases, it allows us emotionally and energetically to move into our dark, our darknesses and honor them and I think, so shadow work has gotten a little bit trendy, at least in my side of the algorithms of TikTok and Instagram. And I think that I like that shadow work is getting attention because I think it is really important, but I think that some of it is getting a little bit misconstrued by, you know, just oversaturation of information. And so often I think that shadow work is like proposed as this idea that, we're supposed to sit with the parts of um the so shadow work, right? We talk about shadows and it's like the the parts of ourselves that we suppress and deny are there, the parts of ourselves that we feel um like ashamed of, so we we tuck them back. And so often online I see this um this narrative of shadow work being about uh like almost sitting with our shadows and like shaming ourselves and guilting ourselves even more for these shadows. And like, oh, I hate that I do X, Y, and Z. So I'm not going to do that anymore. And that's not fucking shadow work. (laughs) That's making those shadows even like repressed even more. And so that's where that, we talked about squares and tension between the moon and the sun and that last quarter square, as we're releasing that tension between our inner world and outer world, as we're tapping into that shadow work, it gives us the opportunity energetically to sit with the the shadows, the parts of ourselves that we deny maybe are even there, or we hide from the world. And rather than rather than releasing the shadows themselves we're able to take that tension of that square of the sun and moon and see why were those shadows put in place in the first place why what like in what ways have those sh- those shadows those parts of me that i don't always love why did i start why did i start having that behavior why, where did that trait come from and more often than not it was a survival instinct it was a, it was a way to protect ourselves. And so when, when I, the, <laughs> the focus being acceptance and um, like I said, like accepting every phase of our lives, every part of ourselves, just like we accept every phase of the moon and the moon is whole in all of its phases, whether, you know, the moon doesn't like cut in half during, a you know, so we're, we're not cutting ourselves in half. We're not cutting parts of ourselves off. We are finding that love and acceptance for those shadows so that rather than cutting off a part of ourselves, we're releasing that shame and guilt and finding that radical self-acceptance. So that's what we're releasing as that energy wanes and we're releasing things that no longer serve. We're releasing the, um, the shame and the guilt around them and how we can integrate those, those shadows and lessons in a more empowered way. So, so for me growing up, one of my, for example, one of my shadows was um, that I always felt um like I wasn't, um, I wasn't allowed to, I had to like hide. I had to like the fly on the wall, like never really put myself out there. And one of the huge shadows that I've had to work through is, um, how can I not beat myself up for being shy, you know, not beat myself up for being the quiet girl and recognize that that's like, it was a fear-based instinct. And rather than, um, shaming myself for being shy and forcing, you know, forcing myself to not be shy. I can sit with that fear and give it compassion and give it love and tell myself that it's I'm safe and I can move forward and I can put myself out there and it's safe to move forward and so that's what we're releasing when that energy of the moon is waning, that's what we're releasing. We're releasing and moving into the darkness and preparing for that next empty lung that next reset button so clearing things clearing things out of our lungs so that we have room for the next inhale
0: and all of this happens in a month in a month <laughs> in a freaking month yeah it's yeah and i think you touched on this earlier but i don't know if people are aware and you know in my 10 minute podcast i can't right. get all these in <laughs> But the moon changes signs like almost every day, almost, sometimes yeah. a couple times a day. Sometimes it'll stay in a sign a day or two or three, you know, but it's yeah. always changing signs. Yeah. And um, I know we'll talk about this in a little bit, but what I love about your rituals is how you bring astrology into it. Yeah. Because, you know, we talk about a new moon and the sign it's in and the full moon and the sign that's in. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. That's The basic starting point of the moon. Yeah, If you really wanted to be more connected to yourself and nature and in the flow of energy of the universe, the place to start would really be with the moon.
1: Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's the closest thing to us and it's, it's moving around us, you know, the fastest and, um, yeah. And, and to that point, when I'm, when I talk about a new moon and then I also incorporate what sign that new moon is in, it helps us, um, be intentional about what, right? So new moons being intention setting and hitting that reset button, what kind of intentions we're setting. So we just had, um, the new moon in Aquarius And so the intentions we were setting was like that Aquarius energy being like really revolutionary, out-of-the-box thinking, like how can we embrace our uniqueness and our out-of-the-box thinking to propel ourselves into like our highest good and further evolve and self-heal in those ways, so...
0: Well, and now um on the I think it's the 24th, we have that new moon in the Virgo moon. coming up. The full moon
1: in Virgo. I'm yeah. sorry, full moon
0: yeah, in Virgo. Too many moons. Um and, and, which is a really great sign for self-reflection, oh, for healing, you know, health and wellness, introspection, all of those types of things. So you have been generous enough to kind of guide us through a moon ritual. Um, Thank you for that. I appreciate you doing that for us. So how, and let's talk specifically about the full moon then in
1: Virgo. Yeah. Where do we start? How does this work? So the first thing to be, the thing about bath rituals, lunar bath rituals is every single step comes down to intention because it could just be like the thing that takes it from being just a really nice bath. Cause like I said, I've been taking really nice baths for a long time and what really helped, um, like revolutionize my bath experience was being intentional about every single step. And, um, so when we have the the full moon in Virgo energy in mind, it helps us set intentions around what that astrology is going to, like how it will be affecting us energetically. So we have the full moon in Virgo, which means that the moon is in a sign that is a um, fixed or no, nope, mutable. Virgo is a tricky one because it's analytical (laughs) and it makes you think that it's, but those mutable signs are those, those ones that are all about expansion and evolution. So Virgo being a mutable earth sign ruled by Mercury, it's going to have us very devoted to our evolution and our expansion and our highest good. And so that's where that like caring for, caring and nurturing, um, ourselves for our highest good. And it's got that kind of analytical energy to it. I feel like I've, I have some Virgo friends that kind of like, you know, have those self-deprecating jokes about being like, Oh, I'm just super nitpicky or I'm, I'm, you know, but I, 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 I have no major Virgo placements, but I love a Virgo because Virgo is Virgo is the energy of like wanting the best for you. And that's where that, that discernment comes from. It's not like nitpicky. It's just like this, this shit is not serving you. We're done with that. <laughs> yep. Um. And this is how we're going to nurture you to evolve and expand. And, um, and so with a full moon in Virgo, <laughs> we're a full moon. We, like we said, full moon is about getting really authentic and figuring out what's what we're ready to release and letting those like really intense emotions come to the surface. And when we have that bolstered with that Virgo, nurturing, discerning energy, it's like it's it's that it's that um uh don't just talk about it, be about it energy. <laughs> it's like we're not we're not we're not we're not fucking around with this this tox this toxic boy toy we're not fucking around with um <laughs> we're not going to uh, stay in this um this pattern that's that's keeping you in the same cycle that you've been in you know and it's we're we're cutting it off um for good but also with love and compassion we are nurturing the parts of ourselves that um do serve us and we're really tapping into that especially because it's an earth sign it helps us tap into our physical tangible vessel our body and really tap into that loving nurturing um that nurturing energy um yeah so when we go into our full moon virgo bath ritual um I'm I'm actually so excited about it. It's like kind of distracting (laughs) me how excited I am for this math ritual. Um, Our intentions that we set around every single part of the ritual is going to be about nurturing and loving on and caring for ourselves for our highest good, for the, the self-healing and the evolution and creating the life of our dreams and embodying that energy. And so The first step to any bath ritual is prepping the bath space. I always, I I mention this because it might seem insignificant, but it is so important to set the tone energetically um, from being just a nice bath to a sacred bath ritual. So we're, and I, I never want anyone to feel like they have to like deep clean, like scrub their bathroom or anything like that, but- Um, if there's anything in your bathroom, like for me personally, like I know that like my husband's underwear on the floor or the makeup on the counter, like that shit's going to distract me and I'm not going to be able to like really meditate. I'm going to be thinking about that mess in the corner of my eye. So I put all of that kind of stuff away. Um, and then I'm setting all of like, all of the things because all of the things I need for my ritual need to be within arm's reach because I'm not going to be getting my wet ass out of my bath right. and running around. I need to plan
0: a little bit. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. So I'm gathering all of my my body scrubs, my bath bomb, my making sure that my candle and my crystals are set up all pretty and setting it up in a way that feels really um, intuitive and sacred, but also accessible. Because I've seen, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, um, is there,
0: Are there any particular crystals that align for the, t- the sign that the
1: moon is in or a full moon and a new moon? So, yeah, a- I mean, absolutely. Um, for any bath ritual, I love moonstone. And I love, um, I actually love like opalite because that one's a really, a really nice like intuitive one. Um, to help connect that like emotional, um, intuitive energy to the moon. Um, For a full moon, I love amethyst because Mm -hmm. amethyst is like, it's a helps kind of like connect to that third eye intuitive energy because that full moon, it illuminates that connection between our world and the next. So helps bring in that intuitive, authentic emotion, let that come up, but also provide like a calming energy. Cause like we said that like full moon energy, it's hard to real really focus focus if we don't have some sort of element calming us down. So yeah. And clear quartz is always a good one. I mean, with water, I always think of water as a, as a clear quartz kind of element. Cause it amplifies energy. Um, and so it couldn't hurt to also have clear quartz there. <laughs> so. Now, do you put your crystals actually in the bath or do you just have them sitting there or both or? I personally like to have mine on the edge of the bathtub. Okay. Um, because I, I've tried doing like the crystals in the bath and it's one of those things where it's going to distract me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So on the bath, it looks pretty. I can feel the energies of it while I'm in the bath. But yeah, so edge of the bathtub is where I set those. The candle, on the other hand, I'm also pretty intentional that I place it somewhere that I can see it, but mindful not to place it where I'm catching something on fire that I don't want to catch on fire. Um, Yeah. So and then cleansing the energy of the space. Um, I... I like to recommend people using like essential oils or incense with sage and palo santo being kind of over harvested and commercialized and taken from the indigenous communities. So, so I always recommend, you know, using some incense and kind of just like intentionally counterclockwise going around the room. And I say counterclockwise, because that's clearing energy, whereas clockwise is bringing energy in. So, so counterclockwise. And then I like recite, Oh, focusing more on cleansing the energy of your bathtub and your mirror as they tend to collect and project more energy. So that's another thing that I, I guide people through, but we cleanse the energy of the space. And then from there, we start our bathwater. And again, it's all about intention. So what, and I always say, we're not just turning the faucet, walking away, but w- when we, when we turn that water on, we're being intentional that the kind of energies, cause en- water is a powerful energy conductor, right? So we are intentional about the kind of energies, frequencies, vibrations that the water that is filling our tub is bringing with it. So when we turn on that water, we're with this full moon in Virgo, we're inviting in and visualizing those, um, really nurturing, really caring those authentic, um, emotion, like those kinds of energies to join us for our bath ritual. So, yeah. And then when those, when that, when that water and those energies are filling the tub, that's the perfect opportunity that I like to use to get my journaling done. So that's where I'm setting intentions. And I think that um journaling and like setting intentions is really important um, to help kind of as we go through our bath ritual, our body is going through the motions and journaling helps to align our mind and spirit with those same intentions. So it helps set the, set our intention, set the tone. And also I love to like flip back through old journaling and be like, oh, I forgot that was even an issue. And like, look how far I've evolved and healed from that. Um, So do you put any type of like bath salts, bathtub
0: tea, bath bombs, anything like that in there? Are those specific to
1: the moon type of moon and astrology? Yes. So, um, the different moon phases i choose different um different bath soaks so um for a full moon i like to use one that is um i actually i love a bubble bath for a full moon because okay. it it makes it kind of um it brings that like inner child authentic energy out um, it, it makes it like it, it harnesses that kind of exciting energy of a full moon. Um, and then for example, like a new moon, it's like a really moisturizing bath bomb to like tap into that comfort and ease and luxury. Um, the first quarter we do like a, a bath tea that's got these rose and lavender and hibiscus for that self romance and and then the last quarter moon, when we're doing that cleansing and that shadow work, it's like a really detoxifying bath salt to like act as like an energetic magnet to pull all that we're releasing from our physical and energetic bodies. So yeah, so after the after the journaling, that's when I usually put my bath soak in so that I can be intentional again about the kind of energies that are being dissolved and dispersed through my bath water. Um, so that's where I'll kind of visualize like as the bubbles are foaming it's kind of allowing that energy to build those emotions to come to the surface that kind of nurturing energy to come forth um and just like soak my like turn my entire bath and bath water into this like divine portal of like a giant energetic hug of nurturing and holding space for me and then you know you Place yourself in your bath water, immersing yourself all the way down, allowing those energies to wash over you, Um, like blanket, like as you're laying down, not just like plopping yourself in the bath, right? But you're visualizing your energetic and physical bodies opening themselves up to that nurturing energy to absorb in and kind of flow through you um, and wash over you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of this, this intention of like marriage of all of those, um, nurturing energies kind of flowing through you. And then from there, once you're like comfortable and we take a few deep breaths to really like sink into the moment, immerse ourselves in that energy. And then we get into the scrub. The scrub is like where we're exfoliating away, like in, in the, um, I won't, go through every chakra right now for the sake of time but um you know we go through every like energy point and exfoliate any blockages um or energetic drains that we can intuitively sense or feel that have been kept like kept us um inauthentic anything that is um acting as an energetic drain and we are releasing those, um, energies from our physical and energetic bodies so that we can move forward without them. And then once everything feels clear, that's when we move into the guided meditation and the meditation, the long and short of the meditation that I host on a full moon is like, we meditate on with each breath in, like at that top of that, inhale we are like energetically um like elevating elevating into like the um the lightness and clarity of like our authenticity the like when when you're able to fully embody your true authentic self without all of these like masks and things that we put on to move through society. We all do. (laughs) Um, it's, it's liberating and it's freeing and that's what we meditate on, um, during the meditation. And then, yeah, after the meditation, we begin to again, intentionally when that water is running down the drain, we are visualizing all that we released running down the drain with the water never to be seen again. And when we get out, we are massaging our body lotion, our body cream, massaging that nurturing, loving energy into our physical bodies. All of the intentions that we set, any like divine downloads that came in during our meditation, we're massaging those energies into our skin because a bath ritual is great, but it doesn't do us any good if it stops there. We got to carry that energy with us in the days and weeks following. So that body lotion really helps to seal it all in. And then, yeah. That's, this is, I've never, um, thought about a
0: bath like this before. It's just so soul fulfilling. Like I can't, I can't wait for the full moon to (laughs) to go ahead and do this now. Yeah. Yeah. And what I do love about what you offer is, I mean, it's a, this is a lot. If we were to to try to figure this out on our own or like, what should we use? What's our guided meditation? What's that? This is a lot but yeah. you
1: offer um online guided bath, uh, bath rituals absolutely mm-hmm. yeah so i have an um a membership portal um that's a monthly subscription and um every phase of the moon the new like every quarter like we talked about it's about once a week um and every quarter of the moon the new first full and last um i host that bath ritual, you know, integrating the astrology of where the moon is, integrating um, the the moon phase, and walking through every single step, so that it takes any like brain worker, really, even any like planning ahead on your end, um, you just kind of show up, and I walk you through the the prep, the um, the journaling, the intention setting, the The exfoliating, the meditation, every single step from prepping it to closing out your ritual, even. And um, yeah. That's, yeah, I
0: love how simple that you've made everything. Um, And once again, I love a ritual. (laughs) (laughs) And you have really also offered us a step by step walkthrough. Um, of a guided bath ritual. I have a link and I'll put it in the show notes. So we can find that also on your website, holisticreserve.com. I'll put a link to that in the show notes too. But this is all just so incredibly wonderful and fascinating. I just, I absolutely love every, the intentionality of this, (laughs) but all of it. And once again, if really, if people want to connect and get into the flow of life, one of the easiest ways is with the moon and the moon cycles and paying attention to that. And because we're animals here, 60% yeah. water too, yes. you know,
1: we're yeah. this is nature at its best. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the bath rituals are, help you connect. It's, it's, I always say it bridges that gap between intuition and embodiment, It brings that like the spiritual practice of, um, you know, a lot of people focus on spiritual practices being meditation and journaling and prayer. And those are all so important. And the bath ritual helps bring it back into our animalistic nature, our bodies, the, the sacred vessel that we get to experience as human life in. It's wonderful. I love what you're doing. Keep thank it up, you. my dear. So thank, thank you, you so much
0: for being here and joining us and sharing this with us. Once again, I, I when as we're recording this, the full moon is, you know, a few days away. So I can't wait. I have to say I'm planning ahead right now of all the stuff I'm going to gather for, you know, my bath <laughs> ritual on that day. So thank you again for being here, Tori, and walking us through everything. Of course. Thank you so much for having me, Renee. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And we will see you again next time.